Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. Of course, we bring you a few of these bites in preparation for our full hour-long episode drop each Thursday. That hour is filled with stories for you and your family. Join us this Thursday for a story from Andy Offit Irwin, the wonderful Georgia storyteller, who tells stories about his fictional Aunt Marguerite and the people in her world. On Thursday, you'll hear Aunt Marguerite talk about liberty enlightening the world, liberty enlightening the world. World, of course, is the proper name for the Statue of Liberty. You won't want to miss that story. In the meantime, it's my pleasure to be joined in the studio by Trent Horton, one of our assistant producers. Trent, thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be here. An animal story today. An animal story. We like those here. <laughs> yeah. Tell um, us about it. Yeah, so this one's called Needles the Adirondack Porcupine <laughs> by uh, Fran Yardley. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's about a porcupine, and it's about a teacher And it's about training and uh, maybe about habits, um, (laughs) if you think deeply about it. So, yeah, it's also got a little bit of humor in there, which is always fun. Oh, sure, yeah. Adirondack, the Needles, the Adirondack Porcupine, a story told for you by Fran Yardley. Happy to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. Sometimes when you're a teacher... It's hard to know just how much you're getting through. You look out in that sea of faces and you think, I wonder if they're hearing any of this. And I wonder how much they're learning. Well, this is a story about one man who found out one day just what a good teacher he was. Ray taught the fifth grade. And one day, a boy in his class named Lloyd Brown brought in a tiny little furry porcupine baby. He'd been abandoned in the woods. And because he had no mother and no father, the fifth grade class adopted him. They named him Needles. And every single day, that porcupine spent the day with the fifth grade class. And at night, he would go home and stay with Ray and his wife. Well, now, Needles loved to eat. And the thing he liked to eat more than anything in the whole world was bananas. He could eat six of them at one time. And at that rate, needles had no trouble growing. As a matter of fact, by the time summer vacation came and Ray took needles home with him, he already weighed about what an adult porcupine would weigh, which is about 20 pounds. But needles did not stop eating. He kept eating and eating, and he grew. And soon he'd grown to be about 40 pounds. Now, when he was little, And he had to do his business. He was inside all the time, so he would squat on the kitchen floor. And when he was little, it really didn't amount to much. But his needles grew and grew and grew. His business also grew and grew and grew. And it got to the point where Mrs. Fadden finally said, Ray, either you teach that porcupine to go on newspaper, or that porcupine is going out. Well, Ray thought, I'm a good teacher. I should be able to do this. So he thought about it very carefully. He looked all around the kitchen, and he finally designated one corner 
that would be Needle's own special place to do his business. He put down layer after layer of newspaper, and then he proceeded to train Needles just the way you would train a puppy. Every time Needles went in the wrong place, Ray would say, no, Needles, no, and then he'd pick him up very carefully and put him over on the newspaper. And when Needles went in the right place, he would praise him up and down. Now, Needles was a pretty clever little porcupine, and a clever big porcupine, and it didn't take him long to learn that his place to do his business was in his own special place on the kitchen floor. During that summer, Ray noticed that Needles spent a long time at the uh, screen door. He would look out that screen door and up the hill. Now, Ray knew there were a couple of porcupines that lived up there, and he'd watch Needles as he sat there swaying back and forth, back and forth. And finally, he said to his wife, you know, we really ought to let Needles go outside in his own habitat. He's not happy here. And Mrs. Fadden said, no, we can't do that. He's, he's never lived outside. He wouldn't know how to take care of himself. And Ray said, well, maybe it would be better for him to have just at least a little time out there happy in his own environment than cooped up here all his life. Mrs. Fadden said, do you really think so? And Ray said, well, look at him. And there was Needles swaying back and forth and back and forth. And so finally she said, well, all right, but not tonight, we'll do it in the morning. That night, Ray made sure that Needles had plenty of fresh water. And the next day, Mrs. Fadden gave him two extra bananas for breakfast. After breakfast, there they all were, Ray on one side and Mrs. Fadden on the other and Needles right in the middle looking out the screen door. Finally, Mrs. Fadden nodded, and Ray opened the door. And for a minute, Needles just sat there. It was as if he didn't know what to do. And then he was up across the porch, down the steps, and on his way up the hill. They watched him until he disappeared from view. All that day, Ray took many walks up on the hill, trying to find him, and there was no sign of him. And Mrs. Fadden did all of her outdoor chores, but there was no sign of needles. Finally, that night at supper time, they heard a crashing sound outside. They ran to the screen door and they looked out. Now, Ray had some posts out there with salt on them to attract the deer. And there was a porcupine on one of them, but it wasn't needles. Twice more that night, porcupines came to the posts, but neither time was it needles. Finally, Mrs. Fadden said, oh, well, it's late. I'm going to go to bed. But I'm sleeping down here just in case he comes back. That night, there was no sleep for Mrs. Fadden, no sleep for Ray, and no needles. The next morning, just as the sun was coming up, there was a crashing sound from up on the hill. Ray almost collided with Mrs. Fadden as they met at the screen door. They looked out and up the hill, and there he was. Yes, it was. It was Needles running down the hill as fast as his little legs could carry him, going through the brush, through the trees, headed straight for the house. Mrs. Fadden said, oh, he's come back to us. Ray ran outside. He ran across the porch, down the steps. There was Ray running towards Needles. And Needles running towards Ray. 
And when they got close together, Ray bent down to greet him. But Needles didn't stop. He kept right on going, heading for the house. Mrs. Fadden was holding open the screen door, and she said, oh, he's coming to see me. Needles ran up the steps and across the porch, and Mrs. Fadden bent down to greet him. But Needles didn't stop. He kept right on going, through the screen door, straight into the kitchen, and over to his own special corner. <laughs> where he promptly squatted. <laughs> you see, Ray had trained that porcupine so well that when he had his adventure in the woods, he held on for a whole day and a whole night until he could get back and do his business where he knew he was supposed to do it. And that is one time when Ray knew just what a good teacher he was. <laughs> Needles, the Adirondack Porcupine, a story told for you by Fran Yardley. Trent Horton, thanks for bringing that story to us today. Yeah, of course. Are you an animal guy? Do you have, you have pets? You know, I don't have pets. I do like animals. Um, but I don't have any pets at the moment. I used to have a parakeet uh -huh. for a few years until yeah. it passed away. Um, they do that. That's, that's tough. That is the hard part about pets. Yeah, yeah. You grow to I, love them. The, this, is, this has been a year filled with cats for my family. Yes. Uh, there's a little, uh, a, a tiny little family of cats that we volunteered to sort of take and, and kind of foster and find homes for as their human had actually passed away of mm. cancer. And so we have wound up kind of in that, you know, I, I say training cats, but you really can't train cats to do anything. You know? No. <laughs> it's, really, it's really just kind of taking care of them. And as I think about taking care of these harmless little kittens, you know, my mind is turned to the story we just heard, you know. Uh, a porcupine would be a whole new adventure. Yes, it would. I don't yeah. – I've never heard of a trained porcupine. <laughs> well, where does this story take you, Trent, as you listen to it? You know, as I mentioned before the story, I said the story might be about habits, um, if you think deeply – and that kind of takes me to that, you know, this porcupine has been so well trained that it knows exactly where it's supposed to, you know, use the restroom yeah. every time. <laughs> and uh, and that's a good, a good habit. And it took a while to develop. And, you know, I think a lot to, is to be said about, um, you know, developing good habits and how long it can take you sure. to develop a good habit or, you know, how long it can take to break a bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just sometimes takes some time, but, but if you do, it'll stick. Yeah. And, and if, if there's, if there's some dinner table conversation, it might be to talk about some of the habits that you're trying to develop, you know, mm -hmm. as you say, it takes a little while for a habit to really kind of carve a groove in your behavior, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, we're all trying to do things. Uh, we're all trying to to, to Im improve ourselves and and develop good habits and and sort of bringing some of those conversations out into the open might be fun as a as as a family around the kitchen table mm -hmm. inspired by needles the Adirondack porcupine right? yeah <laughs> well a pleasure to hear that story and of course uh, join us on Thursday for a story told by the terrific storyteller Andy Offit Irwin who joined us in the Appleseed Studio 
to tell stories of Aunt Marguerite, his fictional aunt, and the people in her world. She'll talk about liberty and lightening the world, a story about the Statue of Liberty. Don't miss it. That's coming up on Thursday on The Appleseed. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.